Uh, what's up, guys? What's up, YouTubers? It's your boy. Uh, it's the kid. It's uh, it's Ryan, your audio editor here. This is Dad Bop's episode five on Bruce Springsteen, but we figured we'd do things a little bit differently this week. Instead of starting like we usually do, we figured we would mix it up by bringing our dads into the mix. So to start things off, uh, Lily interviewed her dad, Steve Weiner, Bruce Springsteen expert, uh, librarian, writer, and all-around good dude. After the interview's over, we'll be back to our regular programming, but there is a bonus clip at the end as well, so stay tuned for that. So without any further ado, here is that interview. Enjoy. Okay, so we are recording now. Okay. Um, okay, so... I don't know how to do this because I'm bad at it. This is my father. Um, I'm Lily, and this is my father, Steve. He is a writer, librarian, Bruce Springsteen extraordinaire, and that is who we'll, we will be discussing today. Say hi. Hello. That's him saying hi. <laughs> Um, so, Dad, would you like to just, like, discuss a little bit how you got interested in Bruce Springsteen, where you heard about him, how old were you, you know, kind of set the scene? Sure. Well, I don't remember, I think that my younger brother had one of his, had his second album, The Wild, The Innocent, and the East Street Trouble. I was about 18. And, um, so we used to play it a lot, and that's how I got interested in him. Oh, okay, cool. So you're in Lexington, Massachusetts, just listening to Bruce. That's it. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, he, he and his friends were into a wider array of rock music than I was. Oh. So I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's how I got interested in Bruce Springsteen. I think it was Rick. Rick got me interested. Actually, I think. Okay. Okay. And what was like? the because you obviously listen to like you know four or five different bands but bruce was always like you know like one of the main staples in our house so what was like one of the reasons that you gravitated toward him over other music um i think i was i think that i was interested in him for the same reason that he became popular i think he has a very authentic um, his music is very authentic. I think he's a great lyricist. I think he's a and, a, and I think the music is good, but it's not particularly complicated. And so <laughs> it, just, it just sounds, it just sounds, it's just very, the, the, the music is very pleasant to listen to. And his voice is kind of rough in a way that sounds very authentic. And I think he, I think he's actually a really good songwriter more than anything else. Yeah. He's definitely like an interesting songwriter. It's like you never you never really know what you're gonna get from like a Bruce Springsteen song. It starts at like one point and it ends on like the exact opposite coast of the United States. You know? Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, I, in his book, his autobiography came out a couple of years ago, and one of the things he said was that he I don't know what I don't know how old he was. He'd been he'd been a professional musician since he was fourteen. He got a job, he, he, he cut someone's lawn, and he bought a guitar with the money, and he's never worked, and he's never been anything but a musician ever since. Um, but what he said was that he, 
he assessed his skills and he said, well, he's a decent singer. He didn't really want to be a singer, but somebody <laughs> had to sing in the band. And he said he was a, he thought he was a fair guitar player, but other people were better at both of those things. So he had to become a really interesting songwriter so people would want to listen to his music. That's the, that was, and that's, that's what he did. Wow. That is... See, he, he had a really interesting career because it kind of went backwards. What happened with them was they he had a really loud rock band called Steel Mill. And they became, they were a bar band, and they became really, really big. Um, they became so big, they couldn't play in bars. They could only play in places where maybe two or 3,000 people could go. Mm-hmm. But because he was in this region, New, New Jersey and New York, there was only a couple times you could do that. So he, um, you know, they couldn't go out and play in these, in these really large venues every week. So they couldn't make enough money because they got, in, they got in this weird place where they were too big. They were too big, but they weren't big enough. That's so interesting. And so, so the, what he did, actually did was he, he quit his band and became an acoustic player because he thought he would have a better chance. And that's when he decided he had to become a songwriter. Um, that's when he thought he'd have a better chance of having a career because he was kind of starting all over again. Huh. Yeah, and it was pretty, 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 you, it's something you wouldn't, you wouldn't ever expect it if you went, I guess, I, I would imagine it's not that unusual if you're in the business, but for those of us who are not, it doesn't, it, it seemed, seems very strange. Yeah. So this was like before he came out with any of the bands with like the E Street Shuffle and stuff? Well, they, see, he had all these different bands. And these guys, they all knew each other. And they were all in, like, they all played. It was kind of like when the Beatles came out, you know, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and all those people, they were all really good friends. And they were all in these different bands together in, at different times. And it was kind of like that with him. He knew a lot of these people. And they played in different versions, different iterations of bands that he had, that he ran. But the thing, one of the changes was that when he, when he started again, when he, he decided to become an acoustic player, um, and that's really when he signed with Columbia. So that means like maybe 1972, I think. Um, then he decided this, these were going to be, were gonna be no one else's band. They're going to be his band, the Bruce Springsteen band. Mm-hmm. So that's why it always says Bruce Springsteen because he's he's the guy. You know, he he's the composer. He's the he hires people. He does everything. That's why his nickname is the Boss because he used to give out the paychecks. Oh, that's why it's his nickname. I always thought it was because he was like, you know, like a cool boss. He's like your friend, but he's also the boss, you know. It doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense when I say yeah, that. Maybe a combination of it. Who knows? Wow. So how many times you we've never seen him together, but you've seen him. I saw him once. Mm. I saw him in 1975. Wow. What was that? What album was that? He was coming out with Born to he was on tour. He was it was coming out. He was Born to Run hadn't come out yet. He was doing a lot of material from Born to Run. On so that, it was that really early then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was before it became a very a really because if you actually they made they made a movie out a movie, they made a like a DVD about the making of Born to Run. They taped a lot of concerts and they show him going. To England, it's called. It's a pretty, pretty well-known concert. Concert it had Hammers, Hammerstead in England, 
um, and he he's really fabulous. He's just a great performer. But that was after he he, he first he, he was a Tanglewood in July of that year. That's when we went, and he wasn't he hadn't really he wasn't that good a performer. I didn't think I wasn't that impressed with him <laughs> live. <laughs> he got better though. That's if you watch the if you watch the TV, you can see he got a lot better. What are some of your favorite all-time Bruce Springsteen songs? I think I can probably answer this, but, you know, for the listeners, the all 40 <laughs> listeners we have. Well, my all-time favorite Bruce Springsteen song is, um, what's it called? It's, it's the 4th of July in Ashbury Park. It's San, Sandy. I, yeah. That was what I, when we were looking to do, because we were looking into doing the Bruce, and I was like, well, this is the CD we have to do. So. Yeah, that, that's, well, that, that second album is a great, a great song. That's a great album. I feel like it's a, yeah. like, it's not, I don't know, but it's not one of his, like, most well-known albums, right? He almost lost the record contract because that didn't sell very well. So. I know, I love it. I mean, I like Rosalita better, but. That's a good one. And then the other thing that made it interesting and probably not as popular was at that time, rock songs were like three and a half to four minutes long and all those songs are, you know, eight or nine minutes long. They are really long. It's disappointing to me to hear that Thunder Road isn't your favorite song, but... It's definitely one of them. It's okay. Everyone knows Thunder Road, though. It might be like a little over... Well, Thunder Road is a great song. It's, I've heard people describe it as the perfect Bruce Springsteen song. What does that mean? <laughs> what is a perfect Well, it just means it's like, it's like it, it has everything that people expect from Bruce Springsteen in that song, you know? Yeah. Like he musically, you know, what, what, what they expect from him to do musically, he does in that song. What were, so, when my father was, when I was a kid, my dad used to sing Thunder Road to an exposition, and he had to change some of the lyrics because my mom got scared <laughs> Thought that I would get scared of them, and now I can never remember. Do you remember what those were? You can't. You can't listen to the original version, huh? I can't, cause I always am like, I always Did think you it's. Your name at night, it's something were, about a pillar, oh, but yeah, it's a they, pillar. They're, they're, they're ghosts in the eyes of all the boys that you sent away, and your mom had us sing. There, there's dust in the eyes. Which you know, it makes sense. <laughs> and then there was another thing. No, it's pillar. Uh, it's no, lying think, out there I like a pillar in the sun. some point where it says Thunder Road is out there like a killer in the sun. Yeah. And I think I think we changed it to a pillar in the sun, I think. Yes. Yes, that we did. I remember that one. But I think the rest is pretty much on. You know what else I, I like about Bruce, which is, like, unrelated to his actual music, is how he, like, never really seemed to, like, sell out. Like, he was, like... Like, what's the thing about him always being so mad that Chris Christie got, like, box seats to his concert because he didn't like Chris Christie? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you gotta appreciate, like, a true working man's hero. That's it. Hmm. I don't know if I have any other questions. I think I'm supposed to ask, according to Ryan and Grace, like, how Bruce affected our family. If that makes oh, sense. Yeah, how he affected our family. Yeah, because he, like, maybe permeated. He, maybe he helped us aspire to, you know, he, he gave, he, he gave, you know, he, there's a lot of idealism in his music. Maybe we aspire to his idealism, you know, his ideals. I don't know. 
How do you think it affected our family? I don't know. I just feel like whenever I think of him, it's like a, it's like him and Bob Dylan and James Taylor are like my pinnacle, like what I remember that you have as a relationship with music. So I feel like it's like just permeated into like things that I like about music in some ways. Mm-hmm. Well, but that, that's part that, that, that's an effect. That's for sure. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Because I yeah. like, you know, a not-so-strong singer. I wouldn't say Bruce is, like, the best singer. He said it himself, right? Right, right. He, 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 what I thought was really interesting because he says it, and he talks in his autobiography about how hard he worked at developing his singing voice. Didn't sound like that to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, do you have anything else to to add about this? Well, I'll tell you a little Bruce Springsteen story. Yay! Okay. Uh, okay. I, not too long ago, the last couple of years, I was Steve was coming here. And your mom and I thought about getting tickets. So I went to buy tickets. And, you know, and so I went through the whole, you know, the whole online menu. I got to the very end where I was about to pay. And two tickets cost $463. And so I said, well, I can either go to Bruce Springsteen or I can fly to L.A. and see my daughter. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go to the concert. Oh, <laughs> well, I wish you did both. Well, sometimes, sometimes in life you have to make choices. What can I say? Remember when you went through that Led Zeppelin phase in high school? Well, we didn't. So we're here to bring you back to the glory days as we rediscover classic dad music and culture. I'm Lily. I'm Ryan. I'm Grace. And we're not dads, but we are friends. And here's our podcast, Dad Box. Okay, we're recording. I might have to pause and put my laundry in the dryer at some point. Okay. Just All right. A no From our extreme studio here. Where they provide laundry. Yeah. Yeah. Laundry but you have to do it your own. It's not like a maid. It's like yeah. A, yeah. It's like a. That's how we pay for this. Yeah. It's like a laundry mat. Recording <laughs> studio slash laundry mat. You have to have a hustle in LA. If you're in LA and you want a, a laundry mat, it's uh, hit me up, you know? <laughs> you just say you're full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, here's my address. We, we dox ourselves on our own podcast. <laughs> It is a good laundry machine. It's it huge. It's like you're really big <laughs> and sustainable. Really yeah. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. Welcome back to Dad Bops, I guess. Episode five. Lily, Lily, you, you, I feel like you should do the intro because you're the um, you're the boss. <laughs> oh, no. If you will. If you didn't get it from that, like just just turn off the podcast now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. So this week we are doing the boss. AKA Bruce Springsteen, AKA King of New Jersey, who just went on a rant about Trump at his concert the other night. So oh, that's beautiful. Great. Oh, Bruce. Um, Did you read that? I didn't read that article. I skimmed lightly. Oh, okay. And Was it about the separation of families at the border? Yeah. Which we are obviously against. <laughs> <laughs> We're not if anyone confused. In case anyone was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. We do not support. That. We will unfollow you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, fully. Um, so we're doing two albums, two of his early ones, the second and third to be exact, and that is The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle, and um, Born to Run. Right? Thank you. Yeah. Which one came out first? The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street wow. Shuffle. Wow. That's the second one. Okay. 
Bontron is the third one. Okay. And the first one, I don't know, so That's the <laughs> don't one ask. That, what's her name? She was tweeting at us today about it. No, 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 no. Oh, that's Born in the one. USA was Brennan. Hi, Brennan. Hey, Brennan. Uh, no, but there's another one, like, Greetings from Asbury Park, Oh, right? is that the first one? I think that's, like, the OG. We could find out really quickly, <laughs> but who cares? I'm super informed, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but so Born to Run is where kind of, like, Bruce became popular, so we decided to do that, but then we did the second one because it's got some real deep cuts, and it's my dad's favorite album of his, so... Mm-hmm. Thank you, Steve. Inspired by Steve. Steve Weiner, who we who, interviewed. There's an who, interview yeah. at the end, or the beginning. And, yeah. I forget. You, you either already heard it, or, or you, you will. will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And we were right. Our facts are right. That was his first album. Damn it. Oh. Yes. I well. get Bruce points. <laughs> now we get points. Similar to dad points. <laughs> yeah. We're just increasing our dad points until we're one day a dad. Yeah. Our categories are constantly expanding. Oh, yes. I think there will be some new ones tonight. Best sax. What's his name again? Clarence Clemens. Clarence Clemens. What a name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if we're talking about album covers, he's the guy. Like, I never noticed that Bruce was, like, leaning on a dude on the Born to Run cover, and that's him. Well, if we're going, I don't oh, know, should right. we go like chronological or should we go into Born to Run? Because if we're going into Born to Run... Can, either way, I just that's just like a tidbit. Wait, so. should we say our background with Bruce? Oh, yeah. Sure, okay. yeah. Um, Bruce is like my dad's favorite artist and I'm from Massachusetts, so we tight. Nice. <laughs> I really didn't know like any Bruce Springsteen at all. Like, I knew Thunder Road because you guys do karaoke <laughs> renditions of it. Um, and it's incredible. And I knew like I knew like Born in the USA and uh, like a couple of the '80s ones. I knew they like introduced Courtney Cox to the world with that video. Mm-hmm. What's that song mm-hmm. called? I don't remember, it's like, but I know what you're talking about. Can't start a fire without a spark or whatever. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I never listened to Bruce Springsteen until college. Um, because of Brandon Castro, shout out to Brandon, <laughs> who I dated in college and loved, loves Bruce Springsteen. Um, and you love Bruce Springsteen, so then I was just like kind of fully immersed because we went to parties where people would like listen to Born to Run and um, everything. So I listened to it a lot like senior year of college, and I literally haven't listened to it since besides listening to Thunder Road sometimes, so it was, like, cool to revisit. Yeah. Yeah. Made me, like, nostalgic for, like, our Seneca house at Ithaca and stuff. So that was a good house. It was. Pour one out for Seneca, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not really pouring any not out today. Time, it's a so. brand new table. <laughs> yeah. And water can't be spilled there. It doesn't dry right. Exactly. There. Um... Yeah. yeah, I'm down to do um, Born to Run first. And okay. I would like to specify that while we will talk about Bruce in general, we're just talking about these two albums because we've had requests for guests for the other future albums. So. Mm, for Bruce yeah. specifically. For Bruce specifically. Probably so. just so many. People yeah. love Bruce. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like you either like don't listen to him at all or you're obsessed with him. Yeah. So Actually, that's not true. In. I know a lot of people that don't like him. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> but There's I think I no really, one is neutral. Yeah, I really think it's because they like haven't. This is like very. I don't know. Maybe kind of like snotty to say, but I really do think it's like because they haven't really listened to him. Like maybe they heard one song and were like, 
rubbed the wrong way, but like I, don't, I think if they fully listened to like an album from start to finish, they'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, that's yeah. my hope. <laughs> I think I had a really no. wrong impression of him because mm. like I really thought he was gonna be like a more like not like redneck oriented, but mm. just like not like. Bruce he's a sweet man though. of he's, the people. Yeah, he's yeah. like such a sweet man. It seems like he's a man of the people. Yeah. Oh, I was wrong because the first song on Born to Run is Thunder Road, which is not about Clarence. Clark. Oh, I was so confused right, when you said okay. that. I was like, oh, I'm interested but to hear what that means. Tenth Avenue Freeze oh, Out is about Clarence Clark. Okay. So sorry, Fair. I just forgot the most pinnacle song That's on okay. the album. It's basically an album of its own. That's true. Thunder Road. It's like <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's a saga. Thunder Road is, I would say, the anthem of Lily and I's friendship. That's true. We did a lot of karaoke to Thunder Road. I have such a, <laughs> I have such a bittersweet like relationship with this song. Like, I think it's one of my favorite songs ever. But like, it brings me back to like one of my most embarrassing nights, and probably the night of being like the worst friend I've ever been. Oh my god, that was so fucking... What is it? I feel like you got okay. to tell the story, yeah. The year was 2013. 14. 14. <laughs> You're right. It was senior week in Ithaca, New York, and Lily and I went to senior prom, or whatever. I don't formal, know. Formal. Whatever. Yeah, we went to senior formal. And I was very infatuated with a man who I shouldn't have been infatuated with, and we left the formal to go downtown so I could meet him and we were so drunk that we did karaoke to this song which like is a fun karaoke song but it's also very long so that's like kind of awkward and then I like as like a tangent like remember like going to karaoke at this place in the past and seeing people so drunk that they couldn't say the words at the right time and thinking they're so embarrassing but this is like fully what happened to me this night where I knew I wasn't like singing the words at the <laughs> right time and yeah we sang the song and it was awful and embarrassing and I did it in front of this guy that I loved and then I like ditched Lily and like went home with him and like sent her a belligerent text that like we could not decipher the next day at and all. I didn't have my phone with me yeah I at my friend's Whoa. house I in a classic you- me yes I thought you were ignoring me I thought you like hated me I like came home the next day like so ashamed and nervous and then you were like oh I just lost my phone and then I just apologized and we laughed at the text I sent you because I wish we saved it 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 made (laughs) no sense I don't know if I've ever been that drunk so um Dang. That's embarrassing. I but... ate barbecue chips. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't think you okay. were like two phased. You were like, that was lame. Oh, because the, the big point was like, we left and we couldn't go back to formal. So even though she came downtown with me, it's not like she could have just went back to formal, like you couldn't re enter. Yeah, and we left with a couple other people too, and then they both just went home. So I was like, yeah. well, I wouldn't have left if exactly. I knew yeah. I was about to get, you know. Right, if I was a better friend. <laughs> no, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but Anyways, Lily forgave me. But this song it. has carried through for us, and we still sing it lovingly. True probably my favorite song on the album, but I am like biased in the fact that it is like a very emotionally important song to me. Yeah. Gotcha. I think it's funny that uh, you mentioned like you get drunk and maybe you forget the words. Cause like I read something where 
somebody wrote like yeah like Bruce Springsteen has like more words in some of his songs than other people do on their whole you album. know so that's true. literally something I wrote down <clears throat> is that there's no way I could I'm such a lyrical person and I always remember lyrics to songs and I don't know any of the lyrics to his songs besides this one because we've sung it so much but like all the other ones I'm like I will never get this down I just have like the chorus maybe because they're like yeah. nonsensical they don't follow like the rhythm mm-hmm. of a classic yeah. Song, you know? He's like, it's really poetic. I wasn't really like, prepared for it to be that poetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Extremely, like, descriptive, poetic, paints a picture, like, could almost be, like, in a book or something. So I've just, I've just resigned to feeling like I could ever remember a whole song. But if you do know a whole song, he's, like, one of the easiest singers to impersonate because he's, like, <laughs> not that good a singer, to be honest. <laughs> Like, he's, he's like, a very good singer, voice. but he does not, like, there's not a lot of range there. So That's if you true. get, like, the cadence, you're fine. That's true. That's fair. So, it's yeah. not like he's, like, going into falsetto there's, or... It's not yeah. like an Adele style. <laughs> yeah. He has, yeah. like, he has yeah. like, a note range of probably, it's like, like uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's true. But That's yeah. true. He'll get, like, a scream going every now and then or something. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. very passionate. It's a lot of texture. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's, like, a perfect, like driving down the road and like singing a long song kind of oh guy, yeah you know yeah i love also just like spicy lyrics where he was like where he says you ain't a beauty but you're all right yeah all right. pretty rude yeah pretty rude. yeah i've literally like made that my status like so many times like talking about myself like i'm not gonna say someone i dated did say that to me once <laughs> Someone did. It wasn't you. But maybe we all like, know who it was. But maybe it was like sweet because they're like, I know she likes Bruce. So <laughs> this is like the one romantic lyric I can. No. Well, that's actually very not true. But <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, this is such a. I appreciate the reference. Yeah. <laughs> what is like the Thunder Road part of it mean? Just like it's a loud road because there's cars on it, with big cars on it, or like. Uh, yeah, I guess you know, so. I've never, I've never thought, thought about, about it. it. I was just, I mean, like, it has, like, a big, the, the song feels really big and epic. So maybe it's just, like, Thunder Road, like, that's epic. Yeah. I mean, all of, so many of his songs are just, like, extremely extended metaphors that I never, I'm like, oh, I should think about this thing, like, in its actual sense, you know? Fair, yeah. I feel like it's also, like, so many of the themes of his music are kind of, like, getting out of New Jersey. Yeah. And... Um, kind of being stuck there and so maybe yeah maybe it is like a loud road like you're just like blazing down it because you're just trying to like get out and your car is like loud or something yeah I could see it I like There's that ghost in the eyes of all of the boys you boys that you sent away exactly you know sad wow. I love this song so it's much it's a great it's a great song this just, whole album is so good dare I say certified banger track one certified Absolutely. Yeah. I, no, I think I agree with you. I don't think I have a f- more favorite. Yeah, no. There's other songs I love in this album, but yeah, Thunder Road is number one for me, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'm thinking about this, like, as we go through it, because I don't know. It's hard to pick one, because I'm brand new to this, but I do love it a yeah. lot. Um, should we move on? Oh, if we have to. I feel like there's <laughs> just so, there's so much no, here. No, I know. I know. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so as I previously mentioned, 10th Avenue Freeze Out is about him meeting Clarence Clemens. That's sweet. Isn't it, like, really cute? Yeah, I didn't know that. That is cute. Yeah, I only learned today when I was reading 
genius, lyric genius. Yeah, I literally was on that today, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was same. like, what does this mean? Yeah, yeah, so it's supposed to be about how he was, like, really, really trying really, really hard to make it, and he, like, couldn't, and then he met Clarence, and it just, like, their sound just, like, magnified together, and it was, like, certified bangers. Bangers. Yeah, certified friendship and bangers. Clarence, Clarence was working as a social worker before, so, like, damn, was true... You know, it's, it's funny because, like, that phrase, like, 10th Avenue freeze out, I guess Springsteen didn't even know what it means, but he was like, but it's important, though. Like, I know that. <laughs> Do we but, know what it means? No, I think he was just like, I don't know what it means. I just, like, put it in because it sounded cool. Maybe they met at 10th Avenue. No, it is that. Oh. It is? No, I know, but, like, he literally said, like, I have no idea what that phrase means. Uh-oh. Like, I know that, like, part of it's about meeting that guy. But... That's so funny. <laughs> but when I first heard it, I literally thought it was a song about, like, him trying to like hook up and getting like closed oh, out. Wow. But I was like, this is like a pretty cheerful song about this stuff, so I'm, I'm here for it. You're like, all right, okay, I respect you. Yeah. That's so funny. I had no idea what it was about, to be honest. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh wow, never would have inferred that from just knowing the lyrics. No. You really need the backstory there. Yeah. Night's a pretty like good song. I don't like this song. Really? Yeah, but I don't really have anything intelligent to say about it. I just don't really like it. Did you look at the lyrics? No. I really get intimidated by his lyrics, even as a lyrical person. It's just like true communism hours. Oh, really? Can you dissect it for me? Um, I didn't give it a very good chance. Okay, so the first line is, you get up every morning at the sound of the bell, You you get to work late, and the boss man's giving you hell. And then it's like all about, you know, the like worker rough and tumble of the nine to five life and how you're just a prisoner to your boss. Fair. I agree with this message. Yeah. That it sucks. Like that the mess that that lifestyle sucks. You're like that the song. No, I don't think the song sucks. I'm not like drawn to it, but I appreciate it. That's so weird. I feel like if I were to guess, I would have thought you might have liked it. Yeah, but I wasn't really paying attention to the lyrics. I was paying attention to, like, the sound, and I just... Let me make sure I'm talking about the right Yeah, song. can we play this? I, yeah. I don't totally remember it. You're probably going to have to, like, scoot your way, and I feel like there's a large instrumental at the beginning. Got you. Oh, I'm thinking oh, of yeah. a different song. <laughs> You're probably thinking about the Backstreet. Yeah, I think I, I am thinking about Backstreet. Okay, I, I take back everything That's I just said. Sorry. Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry. I feel better about myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like this song. <laughs> yeah, exa- see, exactly. Like, we don't even know the, like, oh, we I just said the, the lyrics, but, like. <laughs> but it's true, when I listen, I only sing along, like, one fraction of, like, a sentence or something. Like, I don't, I can't really sing all the words. Yeah, it is kind of funny how if you just printed out his lyrics, this could be, like, Soviet propaganda, practically. <laughs> it's, it's literally, like, the strong machines and, like, the beautiful workers and like the proletariat <laughs> yeah it's like damn bruce yeah coming in coming in hot dude. yeah honestly i mean he like is a true socialist socialist i don't know if that's true <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first bruce? but i think it's true I have the scoop. <laughs> based on his like yeah. messages i yeah. think he's a socialist i mean he's not a capitalist i think we can gather that much yeah. at least um, it's weird though because he kind of is like he's more just like romanticizing the idea of like an Americanness too though right yes. of like you're a hard worker you come home like sweaty and then you drive a fast car like it's a lot of like very man stuff mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I was reading an article on 
Jezebel, I think, about how there are, like, no women in Bruce's songs. Mm. And that's pretty interesting. There's, like, women, but they don't have their own agency. They're, like, only there as, like, props for men, which I never <laughs> thought about before. But as in, in so the lyrics true. or as, like, in the band? In the lyrics. Oh, okay. Like, all the women that are mentioned, shout out to the dryer, are, yeah. um, are like, props for men to just, like, use or kind of... It's literally more like Bruce like wants to bang his car in Thunder Road. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a girl. It's like get in my car. We're gonna drive a lot. Fair. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. <laughs> it's a I'm good song. Oh, dude. Um, fucking Glockenspiel. Underrated. True. Bruce really comes through with the Glockenspiel a lot. I a feel lot like of he different does instruments. Is Glocken? Is that an instrument? It's like the little, do, 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 you know, like the dingly thing in the like background. Like the little. Triangle thing that goes up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The metal wow. bars. I think I that's what that it is. Because he's got that those little sparkly notes in like half of his that's true. songs. Yeah, I feel like he's like very layered in composition of instruments. Like mm-hmm. it's really crazy. There's so many different like horns, and then there's like organ and all this stuff. It's so fun. Yeah, I looked up some of the past bands he was in. I hadn't heard of any any of them. It was like Earth Steel Mill, which apparently had this uh, Stephen. Earth, Van steel Zant. mail, wind, and fire. Oh, Steven. <laughs> but Steven Zant is like a guy. Yeah, right? he's famous, but I don't know why. Dr. Zoom and the Sonic Boom is my favorite band. That's a that good name. In. It's weird, though, because it's like he was really like, he seemed like he was just like a professional guy. He was like, I'm going to make this like a career. Yeah. So oh, he was he, just like, yeah. can I play with you? Can I play with you? Like, he was just. Yeah. You know, he's just out there. He was destined to make it happen. I also learned that he, this is not related, but he um, found his way out of getting drafted in the Vietnam War. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bruce? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he was playing music or because he went to college? Like, he just didn't want to go, probably, yeah, because he wanted to be a musician, and he, like... He was drafted, though. He Yeah, but he, like, lied on the test, and I forget the reason, but it, like, made them... It made him not pass. Maybe he said he was a vegetarian. <laughs> it was something like that. It was like he said something, and then they were like, okay, you can't go. Yeah. Backstreets is a song I don't like. That's the song, which is the next I don't one. think I love that one either. Yeah, it's pretty like... This one kind of grew on me, though. Oh, I think I do, actually. I think I just like singing the like musical parts of the song more. Isn't this the one where he's like... Bob on the back streets yeah. or something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. Literally I'm... every Bruce song. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's enough. I got it. No, you're right though. Yeah. Not a, not a huge fan. Maybe just because of the comparison of the other songs though. Like, I don't think it's... It's not quite as strong, but they can't yeah. all be bangers. I disagree, know? but you know, I feel that one should strive for an album of bangers. Um, all the ball bangers. I mean, like one off song in in eight. I think it's like okay. <laughs> That's true. Yep. We'll, we'll, we will give him that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Any of these songs, if you printed out the like, if you just printed the lyrics to any of these and put it in a poetry book, I'd be like, oh, it's a pretty good poem. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's like it's not mm-hmm. like a bad. Which I feel like is like kind of rare. Like I feel like there are a lot. I mean, I guess it depends on the genre of music you're listening to. There are a lot of like artists that do try to be poetic like I don't know I grew up listening to a lot of like Death Cab for Cutie and the Postal Service like kind of projects so like I yeah. feel like that's like a very lyrical band but even that it's still like short it's not mm-hmm. it's like statements that fit into a song where he's like I'm just gonna cram in a whole story in a song and it's gonna be eight minutes and it's gonna give a whole narrative on this like idea and theme yeah yeah and I like that his stories are like not at all about love like I didn't realize like that I there's like a little bit on but the other like, album the main yeah theme yeah 
He does write some good love songs on the other album. But um, I almost kind of feel like Born to Run is almost a love song. I mean, I know it's not primarily. It um, has love aspects. Yes. But I feel like I like that it's not like... Because he's singing to the song Wendy. Yeah, or this, he's this singing woman, to Wendy. Wendy. But it's more about how they're not meant for like that place and they need to move, you know? Oh, he's always trying to get out. He's... Yeah. I feel like this is Get such out, a theme. 1972. Uh, the sunken place. <laughs> I always feel like this is such a big theme of everything I know about New Jersey is something about being stuck there. I don't know if he yeah, like started sucks. this. But like, yeah, but when you're like, oh, place sucks, you're like, I'm going to leave. And it's like something weirdly confining and haunting about New Jersey. Like this comes up a lot in like the Front Bottoms, which is like a band that I like and they're from New Jersey. And just like people I know from New Jersey, it's like this theme that you're stuck there and you want to get out, but like you'll, you love New Jersey and you'll just be there and like rot until you die. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like the little sister of New York city. So it's just like, they're always just like, basically we're like the armpit of New York city. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe, but you think that then the dream would be to go to New York City, which he has a couple songs about, yeah. but, like, it's not really. I feel like people kind of have this weird pride about New Jersey. No, they're like, we're not going to fucking New York City. If we're going, <laughs> if we're getting out, like, we're getting out. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. New Jersey has, like, a uniquely bad reputation with that, but this is all, like, I feel like it's relatable for if you're anywhere in the middle of the country. Mm. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, dude, small town life will, like, crush you. Yeah. Spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. See, I oh, feel baby, like this I town. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like because I'm from Massachusetts, the greatest state in the union, mm-hmm. I don't have any of these problems because I'm just like, we're dope, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, really Massachusetts like, pride for sure, though. This song, like, really put me in a dark place. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know. I feel like the whole, like, fleeing, like, where you're from, trying to get away from your roots, but also being, like, trapped in your roots is, like, a big theme, at least on this one. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh,. It's funny, too, because, like, he lived in L.A. for, like, f- only four years. Mm. He finally got out, and he's like, nice. And then he ended up moving back to Jersey. Of course. Yeah. Because it's, it's just where Cause you're New like, Jersey's in the The Jersey Shore is there, you yeah. guys. You can't yeah. leave. It's like Hotel California. Mm-hmm. You can't just, ever leave. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these lyrics, like, this town rips the bones from your back. It's a death trap. It's a suicide rap. We got to get out while we're young, because tramps like us, which I yeah. like that he says tramps. Maybe we were born to run, like... Yeah, I just. I, I also love at the end of that song. He's like, oh, it's a town full of losers. Like, it's just so mean. <laughs> yeah. like, but this is people. everyone I know from New Jersey is like this. They're like, I'm from New Jersey. Don't judge me. It's trash. I love it. Like, yeah, you know, right. it's, it's like, like this. Like, you can't speak on it unless you're from it. Self awareness, pride kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I love it. I. I you love you New Jersey or you love. Um, <laughs> I love this song. Gotcha. I. I think I've, like, grown an appreciation for for New Jersey. I don't dislike it as much as other people do, but I've also gone to parts of it that are, like, cool. Like, I feel like New Brunswick and, like, Princeton are, like, nice areas. I haven't really been to, like, other... But I get the, like, suburb trapping, you know, kind of thing and feeling like you need to get out. Like, I feel like this is, like, if I listened to this album my senior year of high school, I would have, like, related so much because I was just, like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, I need to go somewhere. Um... But it's just his whole life instead. (laughs) I love the line, um, together, Wendy, we can live with the sadness. I'll love you with all the madness in my soul. That's always the line that I'm like, sing along to. Gotcha. Yeah. So pretty. Wait, where, what song is this? Is this still Backstreet? 
No, we moved. Oh, we moved, we kind of just shifted into oh, okay. born to run. Okay, no one it. has a lot to say about Backstreets. No, we just don't like, really like it. Got it's it. the okay. it's the low point on the album. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna say maybe he needed to give us a break. You know. Yeah, he was like, well, yeah. I just did night, and you really can't get a lot better than that. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. So. All right. I don't know. I don't hate it. <laughs> no, I think it's like fine. I just don't. I just I skip I it every time I listen I to the album. I hesitate to call it a low point on the album. I mean, okay. I think it's pretty strong. Like, Can you think of any lower points though? Well, what else is on this? I need to look at like a track list. Backstreets, Born to Run, She's the One, Meeting Across the River. I actually don't remember that song. So Meeting Across the River, low. you could argue that's a low point. That, might, I, be that might be one of my favorites on this album though. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's a low point. <laughs> I feel like it's just like, it's wall to wall solid. It's just when opinion. I listened to this on my own, like before we did this, I would go Thunder Road, 10th Avenue Freeze Out for maybe half the song, Night, Born to Run, She's the One, and then I would like stop listening. Which you now, listen to Jungle now I regret. Jungle now, now I regret. That's yeah. why I'm so Another glad. spicy take. I know. No, but I take it back though. Like yeah. I, I... Totally am so glad we like revisited this album so that I could like look into that song more. Yeah. Because now I love it. I think maybe I'm just partial to it because of the, the dad connection that your dad made. Oh, about his dad streets, his. Where it's like, oh, it's just a song about my buddy. But mm-hmm. the fact that it's actually a song maybe about his dad is like pretty, gotcha. makes it a whole new song for me. It's a cutie pie. Gotcha. But it's a cutie pie move, you know? Yeah. 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 What I was thinking about this while we were listening to it privately mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is there like a woman kind of equivalent to Bruce Springsteen? Because uh-huh. I don't think there, I couldn't think of any. What about like Dolly Parton? Because isn't she kind of like working class? Like The country? only one I thought of was Tracy Chapman. I don't oh, know yeah, about Tracy good... Chapman. Also, we should do Tracy Chapman. Fast Car, that's a good parallel. Yeah. I know nothing about that person. You know that song, though, right? Mm-mm. You definitely do. Sing it for me. It's like, I gotta make a decision. gotta make a decision. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't know if that was a good presentation. That's a pretty good impression of Tracy Chapman, I think. And it shows you I know nothing. I think I think you would know it if you heard it. I'll look into it later, I guess. We'll we'll do a poll afterwards. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, You'll like it, so. Okay. Maybe like actually no. I was gonna say uh, maybe Janis Joplin or something. I don't know. I don't know. People I, were like lyrically comparing him to like Joni Mitchell online, but I wouldn't oh, say that their music's like super mm. similar. But they're both kind of like okay, okay. You know, hippie-ish themes in a way not hippie-ish that's not the right word but like you know the like working class like against the system kind of thing yeah um yeah it's kind of funny i read bruce as like more seriously against the system than like hippie against the system definitely people are. you know definitely. what i mean it's he's less like, of like a like a light take i feel like he's like i'm in it like i'm i'm, a, I'm like stuck in i'm a gear in the system and i want to get out of it and i can't whereas it's one thing to be like Oh, I just in theory hate the system and like I don't really Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not a part of it, but I mean it's so good, it's like so iconic. I feel like this is like the real if there's like a love song centerpiece, this is like Yeah. This is it kinda. Yeah. It's funny because I feel like this song is like the name of the album. It's supposed to be, I feel like, the most popular mm-hmm. song on the album, but I think history 
has made Thunder Road more popular. Okay. It might, yeah. Don't you think? Thunder Road's kind of like heavy, dude. If someone was going to do this at karaoke, it's kind of like, oh, <laughs> like that was a bummer. Like, yeah, like I'd be really sad. I don't know. It yeah. depends on their delivery, though, you know? Yeah. But Thunder Road's more just like, oh, man, this is like a blast. You want to scream it. Yeah. Yeah. Or drunkenly sing it incorrectly. Either one. Exactly. I was singing the words right. So. Oh, yeah, you were fine. <laughs> I yeah. could sing that song in my sleep. 100% correctly. It took me a long time to get those words down. They weren't ingrained into your brain from infancy. <laughs> so it's true. true. Is your dad from New Jersey? No, my dad's from Massachusetts. Okay. But um, This one's also kind of like, it's that double whammy of like, I want to get out of New Jersey, but I also want to like get out of this career slump. Yeah. He's literally like, I'm just going to throw every, like, loaded image I can into this song. Like, he's really putting everything into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's, like, a lot of, like, themes of, like, yes, like, running away, but also running away with someone. Like, in yeah. this song, and then mm-hmm. there's also a song on the other album, too. Like, we're going to get out of here together. That's why, like, I feel like it is, he is kind of centered around love. I feel like he writes a lot about love. It's just not the main focus but it's like in there a lot you know i guess but i feel like it's only in there because he's like trying to appease the people like i don't feel like he cares about it i feel like he's just like you know what this would be better if i brought another person with. oh i find them very (laughs) like anecdotal i find them like really like he's there probably was like a person named wendy or sandy in the other album or yeah rosalita maybe not rosalita but yeah yeah. Um, should we go into She's the One? Speaking of Speaking love. of love songs. She's the one. Yeah. Is Dude. he married? He is. Okay. And he has a He's daughter. A dad, right? And I'm pretty sure that both of them played in his play in like his band with him now. Oh, whoa. Oh, that's sweet. So I'm not sure if that's like still the case, but according to an article I read, that's it's cool. Was the case. A little musical fan. So I wonder um, if he wrote this about her, or if it was too early. I think it was too early, but I don't know. So she wasn't the one. Anyone listening should never take my facts as facts, <laughs> I literally just make them up. Yeah, or we just, like, learned about any of these bands, like, two weeks ago. And I don't write notes, so. <laughs> I don't take notes. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, this one, I feel like this one might get my tasty, like, stamp. <laughs> I like, like, the... That, that yeah. is, like, really nice. I like that a lot. True. True. Yeah. I keep seeing that he, people think he's, like, inspired by Bob Dylan. And I'm not well-versed in Bob Dylan at all, but I was kind of surprised by that connection. Like, they say this song is, like, kind of dylan I see it. Okay. I guess if we ever do Bob Dylan, then I'll learn more, but... Bob Dylan's pretty good. I'd yeah. like to do him because I'm. That's another one where I'm like, I just don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I really don't, don't get it. Like, he's I, another I, Steve Weiner uh, love staple. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I think the comparison. I feel like is kind of the the tonal ranges. Like, I feel like they're kind of similar in the I way they that. sing, and they're both very lyrical mm. in ways. I feel like a lot of like you said. I don't know if people, like, make songs like this anymore that are just, like, really strongly, like, telling stories lyrical, kind of. I think you could do, like, a Connor Oberst, Bright Eyes. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Andrew. That one was for you, dude. But, yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of shout outs in this episode. Straight shout outs. Well, we have a following now. And it's all people we know. (laughs) No, that one person we don't. That's right, yeah. 
shout out at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, space not. <laughs> I like yeah. she's the one. Yeah, I like I love she's it, the yeah. one. This is this is a love song, right? Kinda? Yeah. Yeah. Death. I feel like all the love songs though, it's kinda like he, maybe like if it's in there he's sort of complicating it by being like, I'm immature and this isn't like a real thing or something. I don't know, like this is really this is really romantic, but it's always kinda like so over the top and like born to run and stuff that it's sort of like it comes off as immature on purpose. You know what I mean? Where it's like, whoa, we were young, we made this mistake, but like, let's do this. But yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's also hard when you like, I don't know, like if you feel like immature for something, but you feel like you're like meeting the right person, you know, it's like she's the one, but it's like, but I'm also like stuck in New Jersey and like I can't get out of my job and I can't get out of this rut. And it's like, I don't know, hard yeah. to like move forward in a. It relationship is true, if like, you can't bottoms themes. Exactly. There's a lot of similarities. I wonder if they actually make Bruce Springsteen references in their music or not. I've never they really do. analyzed. I think like yeah, I'd, I'd have to look, but they remind me so they're like the new age. They're not the new age Bruce Springsteen, but they remind <laughs> me of like a lot of the same themes. Yeah, I like she's the one. I just don't have like a lot to say about yeah, it. Like fair. it's tight. Definitely puts me back in that place of like well, high listen. school high school relationship mm. where you think everything's riding on it. And it's like not that big. You're like, if you break up, you're never gonna fall in love oh, again. Ever. You're gonna be single. You're gonna <laughs> die by yourself. You're gonna be a spinster. That's what the Bruce like moan wail is to me. That, that emotion. He's like, He's like I'm, I'm gonna, gonna die alone. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a really good impression of him. Actually, like, why would he put that on his album? That was the jungle end scream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like multiple notes to it. He's like, I'm going for it. Yeah. It's like the wham, bam, bam, bam. He's like, I'm gonna. <laughs> Bam, bam. I'm gonna do it. Gonna whine. Yeah. Not, not to jump ahead, but yes. I love that. Well, we have meeting across the river until jungle ends. That's fine. I have to play this really quick. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, Wait, can you keep going? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought you guys would know what it was. No, I know it. But... Okay. It's like, hey, person. Hey, oh, you want to take a ride? Gotta take a ride. <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh, I will go. on the other side. <laughs> Ah, it's the one where they're trying to get drugs. Oh, throw that money It's like it's like not even singing. I love it though, dude. This is like a low key favorite of mine. Really? Oh my god! All right. Was this on the list of the deepest cuts of? I don't know. I don't think so. There's an article that's like literally. Bruce Springsteen songs ranked in order. Like, a hundred Bruce Springsteen songs ranked in order. Oh, wow. That's too much order. for me right now. And I didn't read it. I feel like I've only touched the iceberg, so I don't think I can go I full like, throttle. Oh, I'm not ready for that. No. Yeah. Um, this one's cool. I feel like there's, like, real, like, New Jersey mob vibes. So, so many mob yeah. vibes on the other so album. So many. Really strong. Really? Actually, I didn't, I'm interested to hear about that. Cause, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, like, odd on this album, this one. Yes definitely sticks out but I also feel like it's just like kind of a counterpoint of like I'm getting out this way this is like mm-hmm. another way people might try to get out true it's just really like he uses this album and the other album he uses a lot of different narratives about being like in this predicament in New Jersey mm-hmm. yeah. like it's not just his experience <laughs> just being in New Jersey <laughs> the existential problem honestly yeah dang but yeah I, I don't usually like listen to this song when I listen to the album to be honest but um, I guess I know all the words. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like this song. I don't like. It doesn't pump you up. Yeah, it's kind of. It it's, it's a downer. <laughs> it like really yeah. reminds me of like a like 
really drunk guy talking to the bartender like late at night like giving him his life story that's like yeah. the vibe i get except that he's trying to get like two grand in his pocket you know and like which i can respect same yeah. but you know he's like probably about to get himself killed so it's kind of sad yeah great it's like true like eddie's about to die hours it's true yeah. he's about to die hours. <laughs> eddie, spoiler alert eddie is, true, eddie is about to die a true human shield hours and it's weird because it doesn't really like resolve at all. No. He's like, and then I'm gonna go walk in, and it kind of just like ends. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, it's like yeah. mystery. Yeah. What happens? They yeah. want us to decide, like, does Eddie live or die? And this is a pretty endearing portrait of like two low-level criminals, though. <laughs> I will say that. That's true. Like, oh, you guys are you guys are cuties. Yeah, he's like, put yourself in their shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just trying to make you. Right. Have- empathy for the criminals first big drug deal (laughs) (laughs) it's nerve-wracking guys come on yeah give him a break and then it ends on jungle land which if i was listening to this album front to back i would have just thought was two songs yeah like you could probably do an hour on jungle land it's It's just literally like image after image after image after image yeah yeah I also kind of like how he'll say stuff that in, like, another, in, like, a lesser person's voice or whatever would come off as a cliche to me. Like, barefoot girl sitting on the hood of a Dodge drinking beer in the summer rain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that feels, like, very, mm-hmm. like, on point, though, to me. Yeah. In this song. It's because he says the hood of a Dodge. It's really, like, that. Specificity. Specificity yeah. makes it less cliche. Yeah. yeah. Any aspiring writers out there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. That could totally teach like a trick of the trade. You could totally teach a writing class at a college or something. I would pay a lot of money for that class. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I don't know what there is to like say about Jungle Land. It's just good. Like it's so good. It's hard when we all like it because it's like what there's nothing to argue about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So did you decide your favorite song then? Frick, I don't know, man. I think like uh, I mean, Jungle Land might be my favorite. I don't know. Mm. It's such a bummer, though. Like, it really will just, like, gut you if you listen to yeah. the whole thing. But sometimes that's the best song. The Disagree. Whales. Yeah. Well, whales. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Truly epic whales. Also, because, oh, yeah. like, you think it's over, and then the guy comes in with, like, the crazy-ass piano. It never ends. And then Bruce is like, I'm trapped! Oh, my God. Oh my god, poor Bruce. It's so good. Who needs like therapy when you could just put an album like this together, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It really gets you in the feels. Thunder Road is fire though, too. Yeah. I mean, the whole album is just like. She's the one is fire. Night. Night is fire, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. I don't know, 10th Avenue Freeze Out might be my least favorite, honestly. Your least favorite? Like, I like it, but it doesn't really do that much for me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's good, but it's like. Right. I feel like it's kind of like a break so you can digest what just happened with Thunder Road. Like, yeah. it's like, now we're going to be a little, like, upbeat and, like, lighthearted. Yeah. It's silly. It feels yeah. like he's, like, setting the scene of, like, let me walk you around my town. Yeah, Before yeah. I get, like, really bummed out. Before out. I tell you all the <laughs> deep corners of this town. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 Um, well, should we transition to the other album? Yeah. So this is the second album. Yeah. The Wild, the Innocent, and the E Street Shuffle. Specifically requested by Lily as, like, kind of a slightly below the radar, like, Bruce 
album. I feel like it's not a below-the-radar album to anyone that, like, listens to Bruce, but anyone that's getting, like, a cursory view, I feel like is not listening to this album. Well, yeah, I mean, I think if we, if you didn't suggest it, we probably just would have went to Born in the USA. Um, Yeah. And I'm actually so glad that you, like, recommended this album, because I don't think I ever would have listened to it, and I, like, saw, like, a whole different side of Bruce Springsteen. It's so good. It's really good. (laughs) Honestly, that was a question I had. I was like, is this a jam band? Because... Oh yeah. Like yes. Yeah. This is this is the thing. It's like I guess this is like the jam band I was talking about liking. It's like I like the components of a jam band if it's like really intense instrumental moments and lyrics. And I feel like that happens, you know. It's not yeah. just like a maraca and like a little bit of a guitar. It's, and it's like, like noodling. No, it's not noodling. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is like a jam band quote unquote that I can like get behind. Yeah, I agree. If we're calling him that. I know. I feel like we've we've never like unpacked the category of jam bands on this podcast, but yeah, I guess that's the category that I like. Yeah, Yeah. it's definitely diverse. Yeah. So it starts out with its namesake, the E Street Shuffle. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think of this song? Very funky. I love it. I actually, I feel like this is like, um, what was the one? Tenth Avenue Freeze Out. I feel like this is like the perfect version of Tenth Avenue Freeze Out. Yeah, I agree with that. You know? Yeah. When this came on, I was, like, shocked. I was like, whoa. I didn't expect this at all. Because he was, like, originally had a lot of jazz influences, but yeah. they kind of made him stop. Gotcha. Which is why in the third album you hear less of the okay. jazz influence. Well, I'm bummed that. And that is that. a certified fact. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I know that. Fact checked. Yeah. Um, I'm bummed by that, because I love this. Yeah, it's dope, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I guess he, like, really wanted to be associated with, like, um like a bar, being a bar band i kind of like the upbeat i didn't yeah because it's a really it's funny that we went in reverse order because like born to run is like him being crushed this one is really like youthful and that's like, true mm-hmm. i'm a little horny but i'm like <laughs> you know a little it's bit like more. i had a couple beers but also yeah. i'm a really great writer so yeah. i'm gonna tell you some stories about some people <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no i love this song i love this song yeah same Fourth of July. These are, there's no controversial there's things. No I know, this is just hard. Like, love it. Love yeah, it, yeah. Love if it. you're yeah. listening, it's like, you should just go listen to these albums we're and, like, in, thank us later. We're sorry we're that like we're so perfect boring. perfect agreement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just, like... I didn't expect this, actually. I did. I knew we were all going to like him. Because really? I knew you already did, and you're probably the most critical out of all of us. That's true. And we'll I go feel like anything. We, like we go Eagles. in trying to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is insane, yeah. might I add. Yeah, we I did. still listen to them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Oh yeah. God. I think we try to see what we can like, and then when we don't like something, it's like a relief, you know? Yeah. Whereas maybe it's like the opposite for you. I don't know how you no, approach things. No, I mean, I feel like I'm just like listening, but the issue isn't like that I would hate the Eagles if I heard them one time. It's when I'm forced you were not to listen You could have listened for a week and been done. <laughs> no, I mean, I did, but it's still like when I'm listening to a, a thing over and over on repeat, like... I'm I'm gonna hate it usually, mm, but you. that's not true with all the other ones that we've done. Well, let's just say I haven't gone back to any of them except for David Bowie. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. So, what do you guys think of Fourth of July, Asbury Park, aka Sandy? This is a winner. This one's like a real winner. I think it's one of the high points of this album. 
Yeah, I love this song. I think it's my favorite album, or favorite song on the album. I'm a fan. I don't know. This is another where I'm like, it, with all of these, it's kind of hard to know what to say about it because there's so much to unpack. There's like so much happening. This is another song that my dad used to sing to me, so. Aww. Did he oh, sing nice. it as like Lily instead of Sandy in the lyrics? I don't think so. Oh, that would have been cute. <laughs> God, Dad. <laughs> I think we should also listen to this on the 4th of July. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just like reminded me a lot of like having a summer romance on like the Jersey Shore or something like that. Um, yeah. And like. I don't know, it reminds me a lot of Greece because that's kind mm-hmm. of their thing is like a summer romance and her name is Sandy. I don't yeah. know if it's like intentional or not, but because I don't know when this song came out, but yeah. one of the lines that I like love from this song is that the line that's like Sandy, the waitress I was seeing lost her desire for me. I spoke with her last night and she said she won't set herself on fire for me anymore. Oh it's yeah. It's like so good. And the yeah. way it's like delivered is like so yeah. slow. It's like it's like heart wrenching. That's my favorite part too. Same. I think that's what caught my attention the first time I listened to this song was when it slowed down and he said that and it really, yeah, it seems to just be this like situation of, you know, a young man kind of having these one night stands and confiding in this new, you know, fling of, like, you know, maybe I'm tired of this, and yeah, I like you. <laughs> She's, like, so good at setting a scene that it's, like, you don't even care what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just, like, true. Just here to listen. You're, like, all right. Yeah, I have a really good friend who has, like, a public journal, and sometimes, like, his days aren't really, like, eventful, but he has so many people who read it because he's just so, like, descriptive. Like, you mm. just really feel like a fly on the wall of what's happening. Oh, and nice. I feel like that's kind of, like, how... Yes, yeah. 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 I kind of liked that set herself on fire line too because it's like yeah. kind of go both ways mm-hmm. where it's like she's not going to like be sexy for me anymore but she's also not going to like emotionally sacrifice Emo- her herself. herself. Yeah. 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 Fair. Yeah. Probably being yeah. a douche. Fair. Yeah. And actually that's kind of funny because that's kind of a new that's a pretty nuanced thing for him to say but then I read like later in some Rolling Stone interview that he was like yeah, like, I described, he wrote a book about his early life or something, mm-hmm. and was like, I consider my old, like, takes on women, like, misogynistic. Oh. Like, and, but, like, it's funny, because when I was listening to it, I'm like, there's a little bit of, like, the stereotypical mm-hmm. guy chases girl stuff, Yeah. but I didn't see anything that was, like, really flagrantly, like, not, like, Rolling Stones level offensive or something. Right, you know yeah. I mean? like, no, I agree. I mean, I do kind of see what he's saying. I yeah. don't know. I do kind of, like think it's because it's just very adolescent yeah and his talks about right. love which is fair for his time yeah. <laughs> when he's writing this yeah Definitely. but yeah when you grow up and fall in love and get married it probably is like a very different take yeah i was just surprised i was like damn i just like don't know what to say about this song other than that it's like so good yeah. <laughs> can someone unpack this line about like the cops arrest i mean i understand that they arrested her because she didn't have like a street permit i guess is like the implication right but then it was like they told she was telling fortune better than they do. Yeah, I was thinking about that line too, and the best I got was that like the cops would think that they're in charge, but she's like in charge of fate. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's kind of nice. So she's like, "Oh, you think that you can just take me off the street, but like, yeah, 
but I'm going to see your future. Watch out coming for you, Yeah, that karma, bitch. I think the reason I paid attention to it, too, is because I feel like he almost flubs the end of the line because, like, he knows it's, like, a little bit crummy. Yeah, he's like... Mm. He's like... He kind of trails off. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't confident about this line. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, really interesting that song is really just about, like, him trying to bang a woman, though, you know? I mean, I really do feel like it's more sensitive than that. I think it's, like, that's what I've been doing all summer, but... No, I don't know, like, because it's, like, love me tonight and I may, or I may never see you again is literally one of the lines. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, but it's, like, that fleeing moment of, like, maybe she's, like, leaving. Like, maybe she's there for the summer and they're, like, we're having our, like, last night tonight. You know, in the, at the fourth of July, that's like you know what I mean. Summer. Maybe it's her vacation. I just I don't know. I get the vibe I get from it is like, I don't know. Like I'm tired, and people, other women are tired of doing this with me too. And I mean, if he's like kind of a townie, it's like okay, I've cycled through all these women. <laughs> yeah. And now you're like so you're someone visiting, and like I'm feeling more confiding in you. Like kind of the thing that guys do, where it's like you hook up with them briefly, and they tell you your whole life story, even though you didn't really ask because they like treat it like a therapeutic session because you're like kind of <laughs> nice and empathetic as a woman um oh you know what i have the lyrics wrong oh. <laughs> oh, really? wait what were you i thought about? it said love me tonight and i'll never see you again but it says love me tonight and i'll promise i'll love you forever but i swear there's oh. one line where it's like i think there is something about it being like their last chance i think you're right oh love me tonight or at four i may never see you again right okay. four i may never see you again. it wasn't wrong yeah but it's still a different connotation it's like because you're leaving not like do it or I'll never talk to you again. Yeah, I guess it's still, I don't know. They're different, saying love you tonight or I'll never see you again versus for I'll never see you again. I'm not saying they're not different, but I still feel like it's like... Well, the whole thing is kind of like, it's him making, trying to make up with the woman he probably cheated on, right? Oh, I don't know. Because literally he's like, the whole thing is just him being a sad boy, that line about the waitress leaving. Yeah. Like, oh, he cheated on her, probably. Yeah, he's like, yeah. take me. Well, no, because I don't think the whole thing is to the waitress. No. No, I don't either, but I don't know if Sandy's, like, someone he's wronged already. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, right. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, for me, I took it as, like, he's trying to apologize. It's like a romantic yeah. night, so he's trying to, like... Trying to be, like, Trying to get back in there, you know? To, like, you know, just... Um... Yeah, it's cool. You, you really can read it like it's really romantic, or it's really, like manipulative you can really read it either way i don't think it's manipulative i think it's like he's definitely been a manipulative man right but i don't think he's like putting that on to this woman in particular yeah then kitty's back i don't really have that much to say about this one yeah i like like the fact that it's like such an extended metaphor like i like that it does not break Mm-hmm. The whole time you're like, maybe it's really about cats. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my cat came back. My cat came back. She was sleeping with all the other cats in the alley. Yeah. <laughs> like our cats in the alley. Yeah, um, But this is the one where I had like my existential crisis on like, oh my god, is this a jam band? I like this. Is do I like jam bands? This was like me this realizing, that, yeah. yeah, it's like yes, I love the do. horns and like the upbeat tempo and the piano solo, and I'm like okay with it because they're like kind of going at it like the whole time, and it's not too much of a break of like a musical interlude, if that's the right word. Yeah. Um, See, this is not one of my favorites on the. Not one of my favorites, but I do yeah. like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't dislike it. It's pretty solid. Um, we um, can go to 
Wild Billies. This is like, of, of all of them, my least favorite song. That's by far. By like a long shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I... I like this song, actually. I don't know. I don't hate it, but I'm just like... Something about like the romance of circuses just doesn't do anything for me at all. No, it's such bullshit. And he loses woke points for this. We are an <laughs> intersectional vegan podcast. <laughs> circuses are fucked up. It's funny because like I wasn't... Okay, even... but like time. In the time. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. I know, because I'm like, I wasn't even taking a super like woke take on I mean it. I'm just kidding but, but like right. yeah I mean, too, <laughs> I'm but. just kidding but I agree it's like I yeah I think people associate you know going to a circus with childhood and that like closing up and, and leaving town like I get it you know I get the metaphor I get yeah the and then I was also reading that it's like seeing the ways that people do leave town and like you can join a circus and leave town but that even comes with a bunch of issues too because it's like you're not treated well and like the people who lead like circuses are like just in it for money and kind of sleazy and like you're like this like freak if you're one of the humans in the circus or the animal really um you're just like a freak who isn't like respect you know so it's like all these avenues of how to leave town but none of them end up being like ideal right um but then wouldn't you like this song because he's like leaving at the end right well there's like a slight casual kidnapping mention at the end where the person's like hey kid you can come we're going to nebraska oh. um but it's like him reminiscing about like the circus that comes down in the jersey shore i think i can't wait to listen to nebraska because if this is like the lead into that <laughs> that would be hilarious oh my gosh i don't think it is but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i do like the tuba in it though oh yeah the tuba's nice yeah it's a nice touch yeah i'm into it Wait, what do you, what's like the part, what do you like about it in particular? Do you have like a specific moment? I don't know. I like the beat, like, I just like the beat of the beginning, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, it's more acoustic-y. Yeah, and I like that. I don't have like a good reason that I like it. I don't think it's like my favorite song, but I, I grew to like it, you know? At yeah. first glance, I was like, mm. but on like fifth listen, I was like, pretty good, you know? Yeah. And I do like the general ambiance of circuses, even though I've never been to one. Really? I actually have when I was little. Yeah, me too. I, like, made fun of the animal rights protests outside. That's ironic. (laughs) That's ironic. Yeah, Yeah, that's ironic. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about Alanis Morissette's And how it's not ironic. Not ironic at all. Actually, like, in my English class in high school, like, our first day, my teacher printed out the lyrics to ironic and, like told us how it's like not it's like about irony like that was like our this first <laughs> yeah like I didn't even know that song or anything and he like that was like the first lesson he wanted to teach us is like what irony was through that song <laughs> so, so I'll always remember that that's interesting that you use it as an example yeah. it's all like bad luck yeah. yeah not really like ironic I don't know I feel like I've read a lot of books about circuses though and like in the books which are verifiably all fiction yeah. Circuses always seem really cool. I mean, I don't mind human circuses. And I actually thought most of the song was about human circuses yeah. until I got to line with elephants. But um, so then I wasn't even really having my defenses up because I was like, oh, yeah, like for sure. Like if you see like acrobats and like bearded ladies and I mean, he calls them midgets. That's probably not PC. Yeah. But, you know, like this is like, yeah, I assume yeah. this is like pre that. at least. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
No, yeah, no, no, I'm not calling him out. I'm just like for me saying it. Yeah, totally. It. I know that was um, kind of weird. Like, yeah, oh. <laughs> like I get that because it is like this really magical experience that you get to have as a kid. And a lot of kids who grow up with like not that much money, it's like they don't get to like fly to Disney World and like do all these crazy things. It's like you come to what comes to town. Yeah, that's and true. And so you get yeah. to see the circus on Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. and so that closing up, I, I get like you lose that sense of nostalgia and like everything. I can see it. Yeah. We all have our faults, you know? <laughs> Definitely. I guess there is kind of like a working class connection there too, though. Because like, there's like, uh, I feel like post-war Italy, there was sort of like a circus romanticism thing happening. Hmm. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. a movie connection. But like Federico Fellini did a bunch of like circus-themed movies. Mm. And a lot of that was about like, look at the working man. Like, look at this gritty realism. Like, And after that is Incident on 57th Street, which is like a real... I don't remember this one very well. Real story. It's a real story. Is this the one that is about like the um this is the love story one, right? Yeah. This Johnny is a Romeo this is a Romeo and Juliet story. Yeah, this is a Romeo and Juliet gang. This is love West story. Side Story. Yes. He literally just put West Side Story in a right. song. Right. Oh. Yeah, except yeah. Tony and Maria are involved in the gang. Well, Tony is more involved. I guess Tony's involved in the gang. Yeah. That's story, too, I guess. Yeah. He, well, he was trying to resist in the beginning. But yeah, yeah. 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 This is, like, pretty, like, pretty deep, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is, like, another example of him trying to find a different way to explain the New Jersey narrative that isn't strictly his own. You know, it's not white yeah. working class. It's, like, this is about two Hispanic people. Which is, like, interesting because when I first heard it, I was like, oh, he's saying, like, Spanish Johnny. And I was like, oh, is that, like, a sign of the times? Because in my head I was like, oh, this feels really, like, weird to say. But then you get halfway down and it's like, oh, Puerto Rican Jane. So he's, like, distinguishing between these, like, two, like, Latino groups, which I'm like, pretty cool for the time. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This one, it's definitely cool. I feel like a lot of these songs sort of blended for me more so than they do on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Well, when there's so many lyrics. And, and they're, so, they're also long. Yeah. And I feel like the music on this one, it's a way more jam bandy, like, we'll just take you on a big wave. Mm. Whereas Born to Run, it really has, like, clear, like, there's the new, here's the new motifs we're introducing. Here's yeah. the new song, kind of. Yeah. But... And more of, like, a song than a story, I feel like. It's, like, yeah. it, it evokes an emotion, but it's not, like, Born or sorry, Thunder Road and Borderon, like, these, they evoke emotions, but they're not, like, I'm literally going to give you a narrative, which this song is, like, literally a narrative. No, so. it's literally yeah. just Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. 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 And this, yeah, like, this whole album feels it like... says, like, a cool Romeo. He made his moves. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the lines. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You. No, you're good. Um, yeah, because it's, like, this This whole album feels like it's, like, a bar set, and then Born to Run feels like it's, like, a stadium concert. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, I agree. This me, came out before but... he was really big, right? Yeah, but he also, like, used to play those, like, he liked to in a play bar. in bars and yeah. stuff like that. So it makes sense that he would be doing, like, more yeah. bar-style music before he evolved. Right, so, and, like, I don't know, maybe he really did come across people and oh, wrote yeah. songs about them. Like, I mean, yeah. that, that must be, um, yeah, that must be what... I'm not even, yeah, and I'm not even, like, anti the bar vibe. I just feel like it's, like, he kind of was, like, I'm really going to put it into high gear on yeah. I like this album. I really like the end of this album. Like, I like the the last, like, oh, yeah. good night. You know, like that line. Oh, yeah. I really like so, that part. Like, that's... I don't know exactly... I don't like the middle as much as I, like, like the ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like the end of the song. I wrote that down, actually, too. That I like that line. It's 
So it's a sing along part of the song. Yeah. The rest of it isn't so much. She's like, we gotta wrap it up to be Yeah. Digestible. It's just like so interesting that these songs resonated with so many people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Actually this album wasn't that popular, but in retrospect. Because I feel like if this song came out on the radio right now, like I would be like no, no, I don't yeah. think so, dude. Like, I'm trying to listen to, like, Selena Gomez right, right now. Like, please, right. Yeah. please stop. There's enough going on yeah, in the world. Yeah. It's, it's a but, story. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is really similar to Rosalita, which is the next song. Because um, it's also sort somewhat of, like, a Romeo and Juliet narrative. Yeah. Of, like, forbidden love. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Rosalita, I really like. I uh, love Rosalita. Rosalita I mean, is my favorite song on the album. Oh, that's sure. very fair. That's a good point. It's so good. I mean, it's that and Sandy. Like, those yeah. are the two. But this is so upbeat. Yeah, I read that this, like, when they performed this really ever live, but, like, it was, like, it got national attention for when they went to college campuses. Like, I just, they were so crazy when they performed this song, yes. I guess. Oh, wow. Like, and that it's, like, life-changing if you see it live. Like, there, if you look on comments on, like, the YouTube video, they'll explain, like, videos or recordings that people like are suggested to listen to because it's like a whole other thing when it's live dang yeah so i want to look into that because it's so fun i definitely (laughs) i feel like i definitely hear the dna of like uh dave matthew's band and like counting crows in this song the clapping please don't ruin it for me i know i hate to do this but i'm literally like this could be that this could be a counting that mid song clap you guys yeah i mean i (laughs) love a good mid song clap i do I don't know. I'm a fan though. They're, maybe they reach to attain this level of. I mean, they a don't song. have any of the instrumentals that Bruce does, right? Uh, DMB kind of does, depending on. Wow. I know. Whatever. DMB. I don't. I don't like him, but whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. They they do have you know, whatever musical <laughs> skill or whatever. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> saying it through my teeth. Um, You're like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. But not to this caliber. I mean, this is like so. Yeah. Different in terms of like composition and skill, and I just yeah, I yeah, I think it's really elevated. For sure, it's I just agree. like funny because I love this song so much, and I swear that I read the lyrics and I thought about them, but all I remember is the chorus and like you know what Same. I mean. But that's I how I felt about Thunder Road for so long. It's, it's like, like I knew so... the melody, but I I couldn't really get the lyrics ex- except for the chorus. This was also one of the my dad's favorite songs. So. Oh, definitely. It's like I all this, all, all the like Bruce stands were like, this is one of like his most underrated songs ever. And this is like one of the best rock songs like ever written. Yeah. Like, and like, I agree. Yeah. It's definitely a jam. It's for sure. I'm just going to listen to it afterward. Yeah, yeah. Same, I think, when I go home. Yeah. Yeah. For me on last song. Right? Last, last song, song, yeah. New York City Serenade. I mean, it's, it's really like. Unfortunately, it's after Rosalita, which mm. does discredit to it, but yes. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I feel like I, it really, it's like another, uh, it feels like like a jungle land-like draft. Yeah. You that's know? a good, yeah. Like, it's not bad. It's good. It's it, like about someone that's like trying to get money from a woman, right? Uh, maybe? I don't know. I feel like I kind of like lost the thread at this point in the album too. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. Anymore. Yeah. I was like really like trying to figure it out because it's not very um, intuitive this, what this song is about. And so I ended up like urban dictionarying what fish lady means. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's a woman that like has a lot of money and gives it out to like men. 
Oh. Which like really turns the album because I was like, what does yeah. that mean? Well, but in the last time he's trying to get two thousand dollars. This is saying know. it's it's like a prostitute. Oh. Genius is saying See, I, I, I mean, looked on I Urban Dictionary for Fish Lady and they told me money. That's weird because on the surface of that, I thought he was just talking about like literally fishmongers. But then I just, that's a Shakespeare thing too. Like fish calling up someone like a fishmonger, I think it's yeah. like secretly you're selling like your body. Interesting. Oh. That would make more sense too. I mean, I don't know with this song. I really, I really don't know what it means. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> if someone wants to provide me with some intel, I don't know. I would love it. I don't have much on this. Like, she won't take the train that I know. She's she's not going to take the train. Yeah. No. Well, it's, like, interesting. I don't know. It's interesting that it's called, like, New York City Serenade, where it's not really, like, a positive song. Like, I feel like maybe it's, like, almost ironic. Like, it's, like... Because a serenade's like a love song usually, but this is kind of like, oh, here's some like shitty things about New York. And I feel like there <laughs> yeah. is kind of like a rivalry between New York City and New Jersey. Like there's like shitty perspectives about each other on it. So that's that's actually a really good take, yeah. But I'm not sure. Yeah, because um, at least in Jungle Land, like it seems kind of brutal and rough, but it's also kind of romantic. This is kind of just like straight up sleazy the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. It's just like New York's a shithole. <laughs> I wasn't sure because when I first listened and then he keeps repeating like no she won't take the train and I thought it was like she lives in New York City and he lives in New Jersey and she won't take the train and they're like in a long distance relationship and he's like annoyed and I'm like I feel like that's like relatable in LA like I get it <laughs> yeah. like she won't take the train that's annoying um, but I don't even know if that's like really what he means uh, I don't know I'm drawing a blank on this one yeah yeah I really like tried to figure it out and I did not Maybe we'll release like a bonus thing where we try harder to like bonus. understand this specific some, song. Some lyric unpacking. And we come back. I don't know. To be honest, I'm discovering this all right, literally right now. Yeah, like, no, I same. Didn't, I didn't look into I didn't really album. listen to this song that much, to be honest. I think I was like tapped out. I put it on. I mean, I've listened to the album a bunch, but it never, didn't really didn't put any hooks you. in me at all. I was just like, That's all fair. right. There's a really good... New York Serenade by LCD Sound System called New York I Love You But You're Bringing Me Down. And that's a good one. That's a really good song. That was an encore at the concert we went to, right? But I was probably so <laughs> thrilled. You know, honest, that's probably the one, yeah. the one like an encore I was looking right, for. Though. It was like I know. A I sat down and I was like, oh, but I was like, oh, but I'm also so glad you're playing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like my one time. For sure. And I was very drunk, so I was probably like, I'm just happy to be here. When I'm drunk, like, I'll listen to anything. Like, I'll listen to reggae, and I hate reggae music. <laughs> and I'm just drunk, and I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, um, agreed. So what do we, like, think? Is this, yeah, should we do our dad picture? Yeah. God. Got one. Someone had one. Yeah, I do. It's my whole childhood. So <laughs> it's pretty. It's me. It's me, a young child, Bruce on the CD player in my house while my dad was cleaning or cooking or something. Mm, gotcha. So. That's so sweet. <laughs> I guess if I have... He's a nice man. <laughs> He's a nice <laughs> man. I don't know. If I have anything, I guess it's like, I'm going to do another movie connection. I feel like in... Uh, like Apocalypse Now. Have you seen this? No. Well, there's a scene in it where, like, young, uh, what the hell's his name? Martin Sheen is, like, 
he's in Vietnam, he's like just getting drunk on his R&R, and he's like in his room, and he's like looking at the fan, and he's kind of like hallucinating, and he like staring in the mirror, and like punches the mirror, and breaks the mirror, and then he like gets in bed, and is like crying, and it's just like, oh my it's like a whole roller coaster of like, I'm trapped emotions, I feel like. Yeah. And I feel like if you just put Jungle Land over that, that could be like the music video. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> we should also probably appreciate the fact that this is like, I think the first artists that we listened to where there wasn't like a huge drug addiction or at least it wasn't a theme no yeah not at all. that's true everyone else has been like extremely addicted to coke or heroin and yeah. had breakdowns through that and i feel like this is just emotional because he's just like raw and honest and a good musician yeah it's not that there other ones aren't but yeah that's true and i was gonna say oh this is later but it's not later than fleetwood mac it's no. right around yeah, the like same right time in. yeah Dang. so i don't i feel like i could see him like drinking a lot but i don't think he. He's just yeah. drinking a couple brewskis with <laughs> yeah. brewskis. You know, good old yeah. Bud Light here and there. Yeah. Miller. Yeah. I guess, like, if you're the boss and you're handing out the money, you can't Where did get, that like... come from? Like, why is he the boss? What is that? I think it's because he was a band leader. Oh, band, yeah. Right? I don't know. I think my dad told me, but I forget. I think, yeah. I don't know if your dad said. I think he did. But it was like he passed out the money when they were doing those, like, whatever, two-bit gigs. Oh, funny. Yeah, I think it's kind of like a joke name. Okay. Yeah, like I don't think he liked being like, called. It's not, like, he's not like I'm the boss. He's just like, oh, there's the boss. Like, and he's such a communist, so it's like <laughs> I'm not here. He's like, it's like guys, come on. Oh yeah, I forgot. Like I remember the only connection I had to Bruce before this actually was that like I was reading an Obama interview in Rolling Stone mm. when like he had just become president, and they were just doing like a look at our cool president interview, and it was like, do you listen to Bruce Springsteen at all? And he's like, yeah, I definitely do. And the guy was like, do you call him the boss? And Obama's <laughs> response was, I mean, you've got to. <laughs> Which, like, I, I just love that. But stuck with me my entire life. He knows. He knows. You've got to. <laughs> Shout out to Obama. Yeah. I feel like my vision... It's really hard for me to separate Bruce Springsteen from Brandon, since that was so, like, why I even know about Bruce Springsteen and, like, so much of culture of, like, getting to know him and his life and his friends and like visiting his hometown and like all the stuff like it was just very ingrained that so I like my dad vision is kind of like almost like Brandon or a Brandon type character being a dad and like but like I don't know like when I knew him he like worked in a pizza shop and was like a pizza, pizza delivery guy and like listened to Bruce Springsteen all the time and was like drinking a lot and I just like see that like it's like a working class dad like you know drinking but not like drinking excessively but like always just has a beer in the hand and like you know there to like have really strong intense talks with you and you need it to give you like advice and like emotional support and I don't know just being like an all-around good dad yeah Brandon's like a true Bruce Brandon's yeah I think he he like he does idolize Bruce yeah it's like his his guru do any Jersey boys not idolize right that would be kind of strange sacrilegious yes I might say yes (laughs) Yeah, I could see him being, like, a divorced dad. Or, like... <laughs> I don't even know this guy. Or, like, oh, no, not Brandon. Not oh. Brandon, sorry. Just, like, my vision. No, 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 not Brandon. Brandon will probably get married and be very happy. No. Got like, it. Okay. no, just this vision of, like, a person inspired by the time that I knew Brandon, but, like, as a dad. I'm Got sending it. this to Brandon. <laughs> We're yeah. still friends on Facebook. We're still friends. I texted him the other day. He asked me how my pancreas is. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's good. It's better. Um... But I could see, like, in 
I mean, after, like, analyzing, like, the Bruce lyrics, like, maybe even this dad figure, like, the kid he has actually was through a woman that he just, like, kind of slept with but wasn't really, like, Mm. dating. But he's, like, is a really good dad. Like, even though he's not, like, with her. Got it. You know, she's still working at, like, a bar and is kind of, like, MIA. And he's, like, I'm a good dad, you know? That makes sense, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's that's it. it. Follow us on Dad Bops. Um, Shout out to that girl that talks to us on Twitter all the time. Shout out to Silver Springs. Twitter user. If you've made it this far along, wonderful handle. Yeah. It's good. It's we a We love winner. it. We love you. She's really engaging with the content. I love that. And if you ever come to LA, we don't have any like bonuses to like give out yet, but like when like stuff is coming out, you'll definitely be oh, receiving something. Yeah. Weren't we going to do the thing where with the rating and the reviewing? Oh, yeah. 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 If you give us a review, we will tell you which band we think you are by based on your tweets yeah or instagram yeah 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 yeah, yeah. We'll which band a, that we've reviewed probably we'll do a thorough social media yeah yeah stalking yeah. i know i was bummed i tweeted something about that like screen cap your review or whatever yeah and the only person did it was andrew oh <laughs> and i think he had already reviewed he already people, did people i think people feel threatened when they have to show what their review is i think they oh. like it being anonymous oh well you don't have to show us your Good review point. you can Good just point. say that you reviewed and we'll trust you yeah yeah because we can count the numbers <laughs> um, we can do abba eventually we Someone were requested, requested yeah yeah I don't know if we want because I feel like we we done two double headers now back to back. It's kind of hard to do. Yeah, it's hard like, to do I would two do albums. like a much. I would like to work in like a lighter app. Okay, should we do and ABBA then, and then because that's seventies, right? I think so. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna do ABBA next. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. a, quite a turning point, but we're excited. Someone Get your dancing it. shoes on. Dad yeah. music isn't always. Yeah. Uh, we need a break. We need like a guitars and a stuff. Nice. Right. It's definitely disco. Dad music is disco too. It's Indeed. true. Boogie night style. Yeah. 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 Do we remember the name of the person who requested it? I don't, but I'll circle back on that okay. when we record. Okay. Sweet. Cool. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Follow us on the internet and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And we'll be back box. in like two weeks probably. And email us. Email us. Yeah, tab ops on everything. Okay. Cool. Peace. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, one thing I always thought was interesting is you know, the song Backstreets. Can you can you sing he, it? At one point he says, you know, he's talking about this guy named Terry in the song as his friend, and and then and a friend of mine, you know, when we were listening to it, you know, all those years ago, said that he's talking about his father, and but it says, you know, it's in a, in a song, it's supposed to be his friend. But then when I read his, his autobiography, he his, that song was about his father. So oh. that's, that's pretty insightful of my friend there.